So today's topic is going to be about dating. And uh, I'm joined here with my friend, Mike. And, hello. Uh, hello, hello, Mike. And uh, <laughs> I know you've been waiting a very long time to I... talk about okay, so... this subject. <laughs> okay, so I'm excited for many reasons. So disclaimer to everyone who's listening. So in April, I sent Sana a video Mm-hmm. And I asked her if you want, if Sonid, would you love to discuss this topic? So she, yes. I went to watch it first. So basically yep. what it is, is I was on Instagram one lovely evening early, I think it was like an early April mm-hmm. and I was scrolling at night and I came across this video that said how to get out of the friend zone. And yep. I was like, what the fuck is this bullshit? <laughs> That's the first thing I thought, but I was like, okay, I'm bored. Let me, let me, in, let me indulge. Yes. So then I watched the video and it's this guy, I believe his name is Johnny Rio. Okay. Or By the way, Rio. I watched the video as well. Just wanted to say yeah, that. Yeah, she did. So I did watch the initial <laughs> video. And um, basically this this um, guy, is it, this, the service or the, I guess the program is called to unlock the scrambler. Mm-hmm. So basically what it, it is in a nutshell is for dudes who are trapped in the friend zone and they can't get out because this girl that they really like is kind of playing mind games or doing some other shit, this program is going to be able to get them out of that friend zone. And it's claiming and that, and sorry. They'll and, fall in love. Not only will the girl fall in love, but the girl will only be thinking of that dude. Even if that dude messed up in the past, this program is like a reset. It gives them up. Like it is the most, asinine, stupidest shit I think I've ever seen on the internet. I don't know what else to describe it. It's like, I'm wa- I le- okay, so I watched the video. Hey, the bar three is times. very low on the internet. We know that, Facts. right? <laughs> so when I watched this, I because first off, he had like, and in fairness, I will give this: their marketing was very smart because they had like Ric Flair, they had okay. um, like NFL former NFL players, different like rock stars as okay. promote like promoting it. So it was Ric Flair, I thought I saw that guy. Okay, yeah, yes, it was Ric yeah. Flair. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like smart, but Ric Flair, I watched his documentary. Ric Flair had sex with close to over ten thousand women in his lifetime. Ric Flair does not need to unlock the scrambler because his dick is probably dead or doesn't even exist at this point. The last thing Ric Flair needs to do is unlock anything. He yeah. doesn't need to unlock shit. He is good. Well, this so, guy knows his marketing, right? He, he's he is smart. smart. Yeah, he's smart. So from the marketing aspect, perfect. But the service itself was stupid. So I have been excited because I have been waiting because I really want to know what Sana thinks about this. <laughs> but first and foremost, I, won't, I was very disappointed that Sana actually thought that I actually purchased that product. Because the first <laughs> thing she asked me when I said her this, and she watched it, she didn't say, Michael, we're, Michael, did you actually buy this? And I'm like, Sana, there is no way on this fucking planet that I would buy this bullshit. Hey, I, <laughs> I have an open mind, even if it's something I There's, disagree with. So I, I was okay. intrigued. I was very I intrigued. And then I wanted to I get one thing are. clear. I wanted to okay. get one thing clear okay. was, did you purchase this? Because my next, my responses to you, I had to carefully <laughs> formulate them. You know, I had to come from a position of support and criticism. If Listen. I have it, I will give it to you. If I have criticism, you know no, that. I know. You, I will tell it straight. No, I know. Sana's very, she, if she has something to say, she's not going to sugarcoat it. But there is, you should know me better. We have known each other for almost five years, Sana. You should know better <laughs> yes. than for me to purchase some fucking unlock the scrambler and you even discovered that it was a different name yes uh so upon when i decided to look into it uh it was called unlock her legs yes um, <laughs> unlock her legs. 
And yeah, uh, as you can tell, I, I think uh, this was the pre Me Too movement <laughs> name. And um, it must have been. Yeah, because oh, they're yeah, marketing yeah. You know what? You're right. I didn't think about that. Yes. Right, right. right? And it had to have been. Yeah, and the guy's like, oh man, I, I gotta I gotta change this. I gotta do something different. So yes. he you know, I don't know what the scrambler is. Uh, I think Neither do I. Is, is it the, the purgatory, the place where the guy is friends and you know not is that what he's saying probably i didn't really uh, wow you know what you you really did you, well you went deeper than i thought so that might be it that might be what the scrambler is yeah <laughs> i don't know what the fuck this, this fucking, i just scrambled off, eggs when i think scrambler i was scrambled. thinking food yeah <laughs> i was thinking food. i'm like bro you talking about scrambling some eggs what the fuck <laughs> you talking about unlock the scrambler what does that even fucking mean bro <laughs> But then the thing too is like I watched I watched um the promotion video and he was interviewing like the nerdiest motherfuckers as testimonials like basically yeah. like the nerdiest of the nerdiest dudes they're yeah. like oh my god like I watched I like I bought the unlock the scrambler and you know I had this girl that like she was a friend and then all of a sudden she like started liking me and stuff so thank you Johnny Rio like it was the most nerdiest motherfuckers you've ever met like and I'm just like <laughs> really but then at the same time I guess that's the market that he is targeting. He knows his audience. He knows his audience. I think audience. so. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like, this is going to sound, this is going to be maybe labeling, but maybe like engineers who are like really just not comfortable talking to women. Maybe there's yeah. like more in their <laughs> well, office. <laughs> not every engineer is like I know. that. <laughs> I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm talking shit, obviously. Yeah, I'm sure no, I, I I'm see what you mean. <laughs> I'm sure there's womanizing engineers out there that have many women, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying. People, people that are very career oriented, very busy, and their careers require so much thought, so much brain power, or so much, um, I guess, so much, a lot of thought, intellectually speaking. Yes. So then one finds that they're a bit overwhelmed when it comes to the social aspect. So mm -hmm. perhaps it could be for those people that, that really. This is true. Yeah, as a result of. No, because I did. I actually took meticulous notes because I rewatched said video. Like this was like a science, like this was a school assignment. And I should have. I was supposed to do that this morning, no, but I did not. Listen, um. <laughs> if both of us did this, I mean, we're delving more into this than it should be. But I just was interested because I asked a lot of different women what their feelings on this was. Because I actually sent the video to women. So I wanted ah. to get their take. I okay. was curious to see if women were like disgusted by it or they were like, hmm. hmm. And yeah. you know what? Some women, like there was two women who said, you know what? Maybe it's a good thing. Perhaps he's teaching guys maybe how to properly talk to a woman in a way that they'd be interested right which i thought was interesting but then most women were like it's fucking stupid which mm, okay. i don't disagree i think it's fucking stupid and i have my reasons but i am curious i've been excited <laughs> to know what sauna thinks about this because you have i've been waiting i didn't want to know until we did the podcast but now yeah. i'm dying to know what you think of this product okay so i i did look into it and um it was really hard to find uh, reviews that are obviously not paid and sponsored. And mm -hmm. that's just hard to find anywhere in the, the, these days because yeah. people are writing reviews. You know, There's some co conflict of interest there. So it was really hard, very, very hard. And I don't think I could find any genuine review on, on it. Um, mm -hmm. But what I did find when I read a lot about it or the theory and just the steps of how this um, man, okay, the creator the of the, creator. yeah. So yeah, the creator of the scandal, uh, mm -hmm. Scandal, I said um, the scrambler. Well, um, no. Stand uh, by it, Sana. No kidding. Go on. Uh, how he, he, so he has things broken down into steps and um, yes, it seemed does. like it was very, um, he was employing psychology and sociology yes. and 
Um, obviously, he had he had some sound reasoning between the things that he would recommend. So they were basic, yeah. basically behavioral uh, modifications so or behavioral guidelines that mm-hmm. here's how you can react to a situation. So I do have mixed feelings about this. Uh, there's... There's one part of me that's um, that's a bit conflicted because I don't think he should be marketing it in a way that makes women seem entirely different species, which he's doing. And yes. to be honest, I think we're exactly the same. I think men and women, aside from the physiological differences, aside from, well, we have like some hormonal differences, some muscle mass, but other than that, our behaviors are very similar and it all depends on how much you can find to conform to the gender norms that are out there and which nowadays most of us are pretty open to you know Mm. i i used to be i grew up being very androgynous and i really embraced it and i like that and anyway so my take comes from being somebody that doesn't quite uh conform to a particular gender norm my point is that i didn't like that separation that divide that right. says women are going to think this <laughs> and women react that like we're from some different planet. Right. I so it, agree. Yeah. it felt like, really, you really think we're that different. I'm exactly like you. I'm very similar. I can think the same things as you. So mm. I thought I found that to be a bit, um, what's the word? It just didn't sit well. And it didn't. It was kind of well off-putting. It was very off-putting. Yeah, exactly. Mm. It was very off-putting. And, mm-hmm. but what I did, Notice that he was giving some very sound tips and it, it, it seemed like he was teaching people how to socialize or behave. And when I say right. people, men, he's marketing it towards yes, men. Obviously. So although his theory behind it or his, 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 the substance that he has isn't bad, they seem like behavioral guidelines, the re- rationale behind it and the way he marks it, markets it to people, it's right. almost as if women are just these loose objects floating around and you have this magnet <laughs> and now you're going to repel them closer and they're going to stick to you and they don't want to go anywhere exactly. else. So that's exactly. what I mean, which, which was, I think it's a bit, it has some sexist undertones to it. Yes. I mean, overtones. I think it's pretty explicit. Anyone who looks at it mm-hmm. that way will say, what is this? At least as a woman, if you're an open-minded <laughs> woman and you're looking yeah. at this, you're going to be like, yeah. what am I? Wow. This. So anyway, so I thought it was interesting and I was having a conversation with a friend about this, mm-hmm. giving him my opinion of both. He's the only person I've talked to about, uh, okay, talked to this about. And, um, and so I, I said, I'm a, bit, I'm a bit conflicted, right? Because mm-hmm. um, don't we, my friend said, sounds a bit manipulative. And I said, well, it's behavioral strategies though, is it I've not? Like, what about, because some people, it's a change to a personality. So don't we all change personalities? always evolving it's always changing so how is this different than me learning how to network properly right isn't that manipulative too because i'm learning all these strategies to Mm -hmm. so where do you draw the line right that's totally fair so that was the discussion that we left it at and i was Mm -hmm. curious now to to hear what you think okay so for me i i don't to your point which i agree i don't the reason why i have a problem with it is because he's speaking in absolutes from the standpoint of oh, well, women are like this. So if you just follow my steps and you can do this, 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 and this, and this, this girl is going to just fall in love with you and only you, and she's only going to be thinking about you all day long. And I just think, really? Like, because women that I've talked to about this, they've said to me, Michael, I don't have time for all that game shit. Like, if I like a guy and I'm interested, 
Yeah. I'm gonna let him know and I'm, we're gonna pursue it. And if it doesn't work out, I'll move on. I'm not gonna sit there and Jedi mind trick a dude into liking me or vice versa. Like, I don't have time for that, yeah. you know? And I, but I am, but do I think with some women, let's say, do that? Sure. But I don't think it's this widespread thing. And my whole problem is what if it doesn't work? Right. What if a dude buys this product and it doesn't work? What mm-hmm. does he do then? Like, because this idea that it's going to 100% work is bullshit. I don't think you can make a guarantee because we're humans. We are very unique, complicated creatures. So this notion yes. that this one product is yeah. the key to unlocking the friend zone and all that bullshit, I think is absolute fucking bullshit. Absolutely. Because you're, you're absolutely right. The, the, it's very dangerous to speak in absolutes because as, I mean, I'm just echoing your words. It's we're complicated yeah. beings. You cannot box personality into types. And this is one of the, the cons of personality assessment and psychometric testing. It's mm-hmm. uh, you know, we, there's absolutely no way you can box a person in a specific type. Uh, we're very complicated beings. Yes. We grow, we evolve every day of our lives and our personality, our personal style and everything we do is influenced by so many things. So there's, yeah. it, it seems, uh, it just doesn't make sense for, for him to speak in absolute. So it's- <laughs> like Unless he's talked to every single woman on this planet who is single and has adopted this formula based off of that, then that's fine but I'm sure he hasn't. So for him to make this statement, like, and I just think that's like what, and then is he going to coach these women, like these dudes when they're in the relationship on how to maintain it? Yeah. Because like, has he thought about that? Because yeah, you're <laughs> half the, you're doing all this work just to get out of the fucking friend zone. And now this girl likes you. Yeah. Now you got to be in the relationship now, which is a whole other oh my thing gosh. that you got to worry. That's a whole in. new ball game. Yeah. That's very different. Are you, are you coaching dudes in that? Yeah. So what if he, let's say, for example, let's say a dude does this, let's say after, six months of unlocking the scrambler or the fuck the girl now decides to say okay i'm gonna date you and now they date and let's say things aren't going well is there something in his fucking program to help with the relationship if it's falling apart or fizzling out or you know like i don't like that's my thing like i just think again to your to your point that you made and my point is i just think it's just very it's speaking in absolutes and it's not teaching guys resiliency mm-hmm. it's not saying okay you know what this situation happened and, you know, it didn't work out, but I'm going to learn from it and apply it to another situation and make sure I don't make the same mistakes. Like for me, for example, speaking as a guy, yeah, there was some stuff in that where I could understand where he was coming from. So I'm mm-hmm. not completely shitting on him. Like he's just a complete fucking moron. Yeah. As for like with the nice guy piece, because I remember years ago when I was younger, I used to like think, oh, nice guys finish last and girls don't like nice guys and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. My stance changed because... The reality is this, have I been friend zone? Yes, but I put myself in the friend zone because right. I wasn't comfortable enough in my own skin yep. to put myself out there in a position to have a girl say, Michael, I like you. Like for example, when I was like 20, there was, when I was at um, Centennial College, there was this girl that me and her struck up a really good friendship. Mm-hmm. And I started to really like develop feelings for her, really liked her. Mm-hmm. And everybody knew, all my friends, all of our close circle of friends knew that I was like feeling her she knew I was into her, but I was too chicken shit to actually tell her how I felt. So right. she was dating a bunch of other dudes for like the longest time. And by the time I actually had, was comfortable and confident enough to tell her, you know what, You're, you've been dating these dipshits for a longest time. I think I could treat you better. Mm-hmm. I was already heading to Guyana by then. So Aww. is that her fault that she friend zoned me? No, that was me. But I yeah. learned from that. Right. And I, you know, obviously you can't control whether someone puts you in the friend zone or not, but you know, and even to another point and, that's, and this is a valid point let's say if you go on a let's say 
if a guy goes on a date with a girl and let's say she's like, you know, my, you know, you're a good guy, but I just see you as a friend. Now, does he, is he going to use this stupid ass program now to unlock <laughs> the scrambler? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like that, yeah. that's the problem that I have with it. Like, it's just so, it's just bullshit to me. It takes out accountability from the man's perspective. Of course. As, you know, as you put it. Because like, he could just say, well, listen, she's, she's just playing hard to get, bro. You just buy this Unlock the Scrambler shit and just use it and she's just going to fucking fall for you. And I think also too, and this is a fair, and I thought about this as well, it runs the risk of being abused because some guys just use it to say, hey, I like this girl. She's just playing around and I just want to have sex with her. So I'm going to unlock the Scrambler. It's, yeah, it's mani- manipulative. Sex with her. Manipulative, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I'm not saying that all, I mean, there's some guys that are looking for love. I don't want to sit there and say that every, no. I, I think that, but I think that there are some guys that will just use it for that purpose. Right. Yeah. Is a way to, oh, maybe I can say this this cute shit to her, change my behavior a little bit, and then all of a sudden she's going to feel me, get to have sex with her, because that's deeply what I really want. There's plenty of people, men out there that market their own tricks and style, you know, pickup artists and people that I used to know that I really studied these people that actually were trying to uh, learn from them Bro's and it, it really broke my heart to say, I really, like, I wish there were better teachers out there on the subject of love because it's so disingenuous. It's, it's like taking another, um, well, okay, so there's, I'm thinking I'm on, I have varying opinions. I, I okay. have been agreeing with, with everything you're saying with regards to, you know, it takes away the accountability from a man yeah. because him being in the friend zone is his fault, right? It's not, uh, he can't blame it on, the, on, a, on another person. Um, yes. So if he then purchases this program to say, I'm going to change. I'm going to make her like me. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's taking some accountability out of the qu- equation, yeah. right? Because it's saying she's a different entity. I'm a different entity. And now I need to play this game to get her to like me. Uh, and yes. the game has steps and strategies and so forth. But what if those steps and strategies are actually teaching him how to better socialize, how to get more confidence, how to, how to mm-hmm. believe in himself? Because at the end of the day, he has to believe in himself if he right. can get somebody to be attracted to him. So that's what it all boils down to. It kind of okay. sounds like the movie Hitch, remember? <laughs> yes, the Hitch is a great, um, great movie. Hitch is a wonderful movie, by the way. I love that movie. Yeah, I actually recently watched it maybe a week ago. <laughs> Wait, the first time you ever watched that movie? The first time. I've had so many That people... movie came out in like 2005. <laughs> I know. I'm really late. <laughs> I'm really late. I watched, I finally watched it and I thought, okay, this is, this is pretty fun. Um, yeah. And the concept behind, I mean, for those that the aren't familiar yeah. with the movie, Hitch is, mm-hmm. you know, Will Smith plays this uh, dating expert. Basically, he's, he's mm-hmm. a man and he's, he's coaching other men on how to um, find love. And um, he's yeah. been accused of others. Others are pretty prejudiced towards him because they think he's manipulating others, where in fact, all he's doing is is giving those other guys the confidence and certain social skills to interact with women. Because, Which, um, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And I think for the most part with online dating, mm-hmm. if we're going to be honest, most guys don't have that concept of, like, social, <laughs> of talking to a woman properly or saying shit like they don't have any clue of that so if a guy is using it from that perspective then i totally agree because some so because some guys don't have that like for me i can do that but not every guy is me so i understand that some guys maybe need that some guidance or coaching like i remember one of my friends um i'm shouting him out because he listens to the podcast Akeem. he had hit me up one day and he was like you know mike um because i was in a relationship at the time so he was asking me for relationship advice which i don't like giving because i'm not an expert on any of that shit (laughs) <laughs> but I told him, in all honesty, I know this is going to be generic and cheesy, but I said, just be yourself. Yeah. 
because it's easier to be yourself than to pretend to be someone else. But here's the key. You know? Being yourself mm-hmm. is the hardest part in the world. It where is. We're constantly being knocked down, being judged. And um, it's, it's very hard to be yourself. We're influenced by so many external factors. Yeah. And, and it, as kids, we start off being ourselves. But as we grow Absolutely. up, our guard keeps coming up and up. And we talked about this earlier, I believe, right? Yeah, in our very did. first dating ramblings, that, that how, how we lose that authenticity part. And then eventually, we're not ourselves. And then our whole lives, uh-huh. be, life becomes a struggle. Well, how do I be myself? <laughs> and, <laughs> and still, how do I find myself? <laughs> yeah. And still get people and still be comfortable with, with others around me. Because most of the yeah. time, we're just react, we're reactive, right? To others yeah. as opposed to being proactive in in being authentic like for myself i could say like when i first started like after i left my ex-wife and this was like 2013 mm-hmm. i kind of started dating a bit so i would say honestly from 2013 to about 20 mid to like about mid 2016 when i started going back dating i struggled because i was not being myself right. i was putting too much because i was trying to get the girl to like me so I was trying to be funny and smart and say all the witty shit to get her, you know. Yeah. And I was so worried about that on the date that a girl, a girl liking me that I wasn't being myself. Right. I was trying to be what? So I was saying like, um, so I had an epiphany like in 2016 where I said, you know what? I need to change my way of thinking when it comes to dating. I just need to be myself and stop worrying about whether a girl likes me. Exactly. So I, so I go on a date. I did like the way I dated. I told my friends to keep, I date with no fear. Like right. I go on a date and if a girl likes me, then great. Yeah, it's awesome. But if she doesn't like me, it's okay. Like yeah. if she hits me up and says, you know, Mike, you're a cool guy, but I don't feel that spark or connection. That's fine. Cause not everyone is going to like me. I'm not everyone's cup of tea. And I, and that took me self-reflecting to realize that. Right. Whereas a lot of people don't do that. So they're just like, Oh, well, fuck this. This girl's being a bitch and she doesn't like me and all this other stuff. Like, yeah, for example, like a, I said, people like, get I, very... I don't agree with this. Get defensive. And I don't agree yeah. with that. Like, I think that's silly. Yeah, for guys exactly. act like that. It's like, bro, like, why are you sitting like the, And the reason why I don't really like chase anyone or beg anyone for their time, because the time I could take trying to pers- like, honestly pursue someone who's not really interested. Yeah. And they may not be, I could pursue someone who's actually interested and wants to get to know me and wants to talk to me. And I don't have to play this Jedi mind trick game to see if she's actually interested. Like, so for me, I view dating in a different lens, but again, that took me three years yeah. of trial and error. Maybe I should have did a fucking the scrambler. I <laughs> um, shit like that. You know, yeah, those that that's some very, very that's that's incredible advice, Michael. I I really like that, and I think that's all of us go through that in, in with regards to figuring out ourselves, right? And mm-hmm. as as we were talking about earlier on, it's it's how do I be myself? And what you just shared, you started being yourself and not yeah. um and and under accepting the fact that not everyone's going to like you, and that's fine. That's human, and that you know yeah. we're all very different and. It's, it's absurd to think that everyone should like us. It's a very narcissistic point of view. Exactly. Like, why don't they not like me? And if they don't like me, then they're a, you know, call them whatever. They call them names. And, and, and it's really, it's really childish to. And do you, so question to you, do you think like the Lock the Scrambler does, do you feel like that has a, some type of narcissistic <clears throat> kind of viewpoint a little bit to some degree, just what you're saying? Cause like, uh, yeah. oh, why does she? What's wrong with her? Why is she like Absolutely. Me? Absolutely. And that's what bothers me the most. That's what really gets me. So you see what yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. The the fact that it's 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 spinning it on an axis where um it's it's from this perspective of of the blaming somebody else for not liking you when they can like you. So it is very manipulative. 
I mean, I, I don't know how to say it. It is. It's just no. Like, it is. It's no. It's, <laughs> it is what it is. Like it's narcissistic. Like it's to me. It's not. It's very manipulative in my. It opinion. spells narcissism <clears throat> all over. And like how the thing dare about, she yeah. doesn't like me? Well, exactly. I'm gonna do these steps to make her like me. <laughs> no, what bothered me too is he said in the video, the first video I watched, that he said, "We're not getting guys to be pickup artists or having them not be themselves." But then in one other breath, he said one of the worst lies he was ever told as a younger person was being yourself. He said that was the biggest lie he was ever told is to be yourself. Wow. You see what that's I'm saying? That's a so bit contradictory. Extremely. And I'm just like, really? Like, that's where I have like a problem with it. Like, I just, I just don't agree with that. Pro- I mean, 43,000 dudes apparently have used this fucking program. Wow. So they have made money. Ham- and they're charging 80 bucks for this shit. So do the math, people they're good wow wow you know i think it's about it's not really about how do i get a woman to like me it's how do i how do i be myself and how do i interact with others in a way that uh, makes me comfortable with who i am because if i'm comfortable with who i am with others then either they can they can connect with me and if they connect with me that's going to be a fruitful relationship whether it's a friendship whether it's a professional relationship whether it's a personal dating romantic relationship yeah and if they don't connect with me then i'm 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 going to move on because i know that not everyone has to be my best friend or be my friend and that's where you can have you can live a life where you're genuine and you're surrounded by people that are genuinely interested in who you are and ultimately (laughs) and yeah that sounds so foreign, right? Like you yeah. think, like that just, it's so simple, but yet people are like doing all this weird, like it just, it's crazy. Like even online dating is like a mess. It's like a mess now to some degree, I think. Cause people like, I remember for example, like in 2014, I first joined Tinder. Mm-hmm. This was before hookup and all that other bullshit what Tinder was before. Like Tinder before was good. And I, like I, and people always complain about how online dating is terrible. And I said, no, it's not terrible. Like Tinder, for example, I firmly believe, and maybe I'm naive, that the people who created Tinder had the best of intentions when they created it to find mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. Not the hookup shit come now. Because, for example, for me, like I went on dates with girls who I would have never met otherwise, probably. Because right. I worked like all the time. I never had the time to go out to bars or clubs and shit like that. I worked weekends. So right. like I went out with like like a speech pathologist before. I went out with lawyers. Mm-hmm. I wasn't mean the lawyer. I don't, I don't have lawyers in my social circles like that. So there was no way I was going to meet these people. Right. So right. I think from Maybe. that perspective, online dating is good. I just think the way people use it is bad. Right. Yeah. And uh, you're, um, to, to comment on that. Absolutely. It's, uh, mm-hmm. we live in an age, uh, where it's technology has made it so much easier to connect with people that we otherwise would never bump into in our lives. Uh, so as, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, right, like, if you're in social services and you meet a lawyer, like what are the odds of you bumping into each other? So we're not. Yeah. So this has made it unless happen. Like and- my cl- unless my client, like she's defending or prosecuting, I think she's hot. And I say, hey, you want to go for a coffee later? <laughs> and that would be a conflict of interest. In- <laughs> exactly. So in that would not work. Yeah. As much as, as dope as that would be, you know, it's a nice story to tell my children if I was to have children, let's say. But in realistic terms, to your point, conflict of interest, so that shit would not fly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you're, you know, it's, it's hard to, uh, with online dating, I myself have to make a confession that I, I only used it for maybe two, two weeks in my life total. And then I, I, I well, Sana, don't tell the whole story. <laughs> tell the whole story Sana. Chicken don't down. Be don't be humble. Um, Listen, Sana, 
<laughs> opened OkCupid. I'm gonna kind of share this story because I remember this vividly because I was like, kind of, I was, I was surprised. I was impressed. I was like, damn, Sana's got it. Because Sana had OkCupid for what two days? I think she showed me, three, and she had like three, seventy messages. She had like seventy messages. I remember this. Yeah. And I thought to myself, I've been on OkCupid for like seven months. I don't even think I even gotten close to seventy messages. And it I have like a full. I have a full-on profile. I have like you know me p- cooking stuff and shit. No interest. Sana has one picture, seventy messages. And like, here's Sana a here's has- here's the yeah. kicker. The picture wasn't even like I covered my I face. I had a filter on my face. It was almost like I was wearing a mask. The picture, Sana- and you could you could barely you could just see my eyes and the shape of my face and my hair. When Sana <laughs> showed me her OK Cupid profile picture. And then showed me her inbox. I was like, wow, I have no words. But it made, yeah, it was, I, I was like, Sana's, Sana's got it. <laughs> I Sana's tried it. it. So I had an OkCupid <laughs> profile and I, ha- I went on Tinder and uh, it oh, was yeah, you very. Told me about, you, you never told me about your Tinder experience. Really? Oh, you... that happened a little after OkCupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, now you have to share this now. I don't even um, know about this girl. I'll start with OkCupid. It was it yes, was very overwhelming. Uh, I found that the messages kept coming in and in, and it. I almost felt like I had another job. Like I now had to organize <laughs> and talk to everybody and respond. Like I was a customer service rep in some online, like on Shopify like Rogers, or something. Like yeah, and I would be like, "Hello, how can I help you?" Oh, that sounds. I and it, you know, yeah. most of the time, I felt like I was counseling people. Because I remember, I remember people were coming from this perspective. People were coming with very strong emotions into this right. game, into the dating mm-hmm. game, and mm-hmm. I did not appreciate that because like, people what were they saying? What was the- like, like, oh, are you like this? Are you like that? Because I've done that enough. In my, I've had enough of that shit. Or my other girlfriend <laughs> was like this, and you know, and some people were depressed because they didn't have a job, and they, and they're like, oh. I don't know, and 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 like no. And I felt like I was now cheering these people up. And then I thought, what the hell am I doing? Why am I doing this? I already have a job. I'm okay. <laughs> these people need counseling. I don't need to yeah. be doing this. So, um, well, well, many people, men, I challenged them on their, their feelings and emotions. And then, and I said, well, you can't, you can't, you know, label everybody from your past experiences. And that's what we talked about with racism. Remember you have Absolutely. one bad experience with someone. Why are you going to label the entire uh, race based on that experience? It's this, it's this internal biases and prejudices that we form based mm-hmm. on the very tiny interactions that we have or isolated incidents that we have with individuals. And these men were doing the same to women. And I thought, I found it exhausting trying to justify myself, trying to say, no, not all women are like that, but blah, blah, blah. And then there were many men that were really depressed and I could tell, and they weren't being themselves. And then I I started to cheer them up and crack jokes and they'd say, hey, you're funny. And I'm like, thanks. And I guess when they labeled me as funny, I thought I got to make them laugh even more. And and that's when their true self revealed. And later I found out that they weren't comfortable in being in talking about dating or being ready to find somebody. So it right. was, it was very mm. exhausting. And then there wow. were so many men that just would write, Hey, Hey, that that's their message. Hey, Hey, hi, hey, hi, hi. Like I'm scrolling down my inbox. It's just like a bunch of, Hey, hi, hi. Hey, hey, hey. Like I, I swear if I, if I had a piano key for every high and haze, I'd have a, the most monotonous, awful song 
And, you would have you know, like a Beethoven, a Beethoven <laughs> song that was rejected, basically. Just two notes, like no, it would be the the worst song ever, and you'd want to punch me in the face. You'd want to like tell me to to shut up. So it was so, and it was, and I'm like, what do I say to this? What? What do you mean, hi? We're not in person. You're you're messaging me. Give me a bit more than that, right? Like if I have seventy people saying hi to me, I'm not going to write seventy hi messages back. Yeah, you know, and. I think for myself, what I realized too, and I remember when I was younger and I started going online dating or like online messaging people and stuff, and I always had this like weird, not weird mindset, but I always had this mindset of, well, these girls are fake and want to fucking fuck guys and shit. They just have, you know, there's all these profiles just for an ego boost. They don't want to message me. <laughs> like it was all about me and shit. Yeah. And then I remember I was out on a date and then a girl actually showed me her inbox and she showed me like 30 messages right. that she had got that day. Yeah. from dude and all uh, like half oh, them were like dick yeah. half them were dicks picks and then like the other 10 were like i want to like marry you or fuck your brains out and then maybe five or six of them were like decently like so decent like hey you seem like a cool person i'd love to get to know you but at that point getting through dick pick dick pick dick pick i want to fuck your brains out let's get married let's elope you seem <laughs> awesome i don't want to read through all that shit yeah and i and i changed my my stance changed because i realized wow like girls are overwhelmed with that yeah. shit and i did and i and i say and i realized at that point i'm like you know what if a girl doesn't message me it's okay because it may, it may not be that she's not interested in me she may not have been able to sift through all the fucking because it's almost like finding a needle in a, a specific needle in a stack of fucking needles that's exactly. what dating is basically. exactly like I'm you're so looking ha- for a specific needle but there's so many goddamn busted needles and <laughs> fucked up looking needles it's hard it just, it's I'm hard like, to sift through all that who wants to sift through all that like and that and that is fair. And I in my stance, that's why my stance changed on it. Because and guys don't care. Most guys are too narcissistic to give a fuck. Because they're like, well, what the fuck, bitch? You want to fucking talk? Because the amount of girls who have told me that if they don't respond to a guy right away, or if they have not responded at all to a guy, that yeah. they have fucked the guys have like gone off. Like yeah. cussed them out. Like, what the fuck, bitch? You don't want to fucking talk to me. You ain't yeah. shit. Like it's going crazy. And I'm just thinking to myself, why? And at that point, do you really think by you cussing the girl out, she's like, oh, I'm so sorry, let's chat? She's like, motherfucker. You're like, motherfucker, you need to leave me the fuck alone, bro. I have <laughs> yeah. no interest in talking to your ass. I'm so happy to hear, Michael, that you were able to change your perspective. And, and this no, is why it's important to, I think, you know, for people to have friends of different um, sexual orientations, right? And genders mm-hmm. and gender expressions. It's so yes. important for us to have that because it makes us understand each other better. Only then mm-hmm. can we challenge our opinions and opinions and internal biases and so forth and our prejudices. So it all it took with you was to see a, another woman's inbox and to say, whoa, this is what you go through? Wow, maybe every I day. should and this was, And she yeah. said, this was just today. Like she gets this <laughs> every day. And yeah. I'm thinking... Wait, you get three messages every day. She's like, Michael, I get three messages every fucking day. And I've been getting this for like two weeks. And I'm just thinking to myself, wow, that's like how much the math. And I'm trying to do the math in my head. I'm thinking, <laughs> I would I would just give up. I wouldn't be bothered. That's that what I your, did. <laughs> which is yeah. fair. And I and again, like I understand that because I get that. Cause for me, if I get like 10 messages, I'm like, holy shit, and I gotta respond to all these fucking people. And that's just 10. So I couldn't yeah. even imagine getting like 30 or 70 messages. I would literally have a fucking panic attack it was it was very it gave me some anxiety and and uh yeah. i i just i couldn't do it and and i'm a mm-hmm. i'm a good person i'm a reasonable person i think mm-hmm. some some people tell me i'm too kind i'm too good when i i wanted to respond to everybody 
And then I think you told me that, no, you don't have to do that. You don't have to respond to everything. Oh, yeah. I, I think I, I did. I, yeah. Sana was like, oh, do I respond? I'm like, Sana, do not respond to all these motherfucking guys. Unless you want to be at work till fucking nine o'clock. It's fucking messaging these motherfuckers. So I, so I, I would say, no. I closed my account. <laughs> yes. I, I, I didn't. Yeah, I, I couldn't do it. And, uh, and all those 70 guys are sad now because Sana is not there. They're all. That would be a bit narcissistic of you. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. Got me there. Yeah, but no. No, it's listen, online dating is it's it's harder. It's gotten harder now. Now it's gotten a lot harder. I've noticed the change from even 2014 to now. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people who again, for for example, that are very introverted. Yeah. Or very kind of and now they wanna they wanna meet someone. They want to not be alone, but now they like they got to subject themselves to online dating, and then they got to say they're gonna talk to someone, and then they have to meet this person, and they're like, oh, I don't want to do that. Oh, I got Oh, I got We got to meet now in person. Oh, ugh. you know what I mean. So there's a lot yeah. of that now. Yeah. So, and that, and I think that's harder too. And I think for some people, my advice to them is just, I think go online when you're if you feel that you're ready. Don't do yeah. it if you feel like you're. Don't force yourself to do it because if you force yourself, it's just, you're not going to be comfortable. Yeah. It's like, know? oh, my, my friends are telling me, my parents are telling me. Yeah. And don't listen. I, bugging me. And so, oh, they made me a profile. Now I have to go because like I, a lot of us are pressured yeah. into it. Which I agree. And I listen, I tell people all the time, like, don't listen to motherfuckers on Facebook, not like on YouTube, sorry, giving advice on dating. Cause I've seen videos of people on like, this one girl and a guy talking about their experience on POF. And one girl was like, yeah, I've been on POF for like 10 months and I've been on like 20 dates and all the guys are crazy. I'm like, really? You've been on that, that site for that <laughs> long and all the every single guy you want on a date with is fucking nuts. Maybe you're fucking crazy. Maybe. <laughs> Even the yeah. guys too. And I'm like, no, maybe you motherfuckers are kind of nuts. Like, it's I'm not both. saying POF it's is like, both people. it's both. Yeah. Like, yeah. listen, for myself too, like I've been on different, I'm not on POF anymore. Thank God. Cannot do POF. <laughs> POF is a train wreck. It's just really like girls are really pushy on there. And I'm not really like they're pushy. Like, okay. So one girl, this is gonna be a funny story. So I came home from eating wings and one girl messed me on POF. She's like, Hey, what are you doing? I'm like, Oh, I just came home from having wings. And she's like, Oh, I want some wings. Let's go get wings. I'm like, um, no, you can go get wings yourself, but I already ate wings. I'm good. Like yeah. you can go get your own wings. I'm not, and I'm not buying you wings either. So, yeah, you know, and um, one girl asked me for, like, she wanted me to pay for sex, which I don't do. So Whoa. I don't believe in paying for something that I can get for free. I'm sorry. <laughs> like one girl said $70 for head. I'm like, word? No, no head. Sorry. Just sex. Straight yeah. sex, 70 bucks. I'm like, I can get a fucking PS4 game for that. I'm not going <laughs> to. Like no, I'm not yeah, doing that. Like not at all. Like no, nah, we're, mix, we're mixing a you know a type of a profession with the with the, with the online dating yeah. world. And that's, or that's, one girl that's asked me, or one girl asked me if I, the best one that I got it was a cocaine one. One girl asked if I sold cocaine because she wanted some. That's the only reason why she messaged me. I guess because I had a fitted head on. She just assumed I'm a black guy. He knows somebody who has cocaine. See? Oh no. So I got asked that, and I was like, what? <laughs> Word? Bye. <laughs> yeah and I'll then like last bye next right yeah last year got yeah last year got really intense like pof got really intense for me because girls were just like very like i want a man today and if you don't want to <laughs> be with me go fuck yourself like they was like it was real i'm like whoa that's just easy what's happened to like talk 
easy. Let's talk and get to know. No, like <laughs> I was in New Orleans when I was in New Orleans, one girl had messaged me and we started talking for a bit. And then I came back from New Orleans. So she wanted to hang out, but I had went to Second City mm-hmm. to go do an improv class, like the drop-in class, because I missed right. it. I haven't done it in years. Sana was my motivation because you had told me prior that you had gone to classes and shit. So I was like, well, fuck, man, I need to start going at least a drop-in class. So I said, I'm going <laughs> to go to a drop-in class. So I went to drop-in class. And she's like messaging me like kind of like the whole day, like, hey. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, uh, what's up? Because she basically wanted me to ask her up. I said, I'm, I already had plans. Yeah, yeah. And then I just came back from work because work was crazy because I've been on vacation. So I had to meet clients, respond to emails, get caught right. up with that. So I didn't message her. So she fucking lost it on me. Oh no. Because I did not make time for her. And then she was like, well, you got to decide where you stand with this and me and all this stuff. You know, people need to get together and stop being like on some ghosting shit and all. Like just went on this long WhatsApp voice note tirade. Oh no. Which I just gave up listening to because I'm like, I couldn't be bothered. And I'm just like, we literally, sorry, mind you, we've only talked, this girl and I, for a total of maybe five hours. If I had to kind of lump our total three conversations and time it for you, five hours. Aww, and so then she proceeded to go. Person. I don't even know her name at the time because she had like some weird fucking stupid um username for WhatsApp. So I don't know her fucking name. And then she had a weird stupid name on her WhatsApp. So I didn't even know her name and I forgot to even. <laughs> oh, again, it's it's the people that are online are so emotionally charged. And I feel like everyone no we're all damaged in in our ways we all are Absolutely. There, there's no Absolutely. way where we're only clean slate when we're babies but when we grow up and we oh, learn yeah. we're that- all, we all have baggage everyone yeah. has baggage so it's it's about i just feel like so many people out there are trying to look for a partner when when one hasn't when they haven't yet made the time to deal with their own baggage and, and mm. it's like if you can't deal with your own problems, if you can't face your own insecurities, if you have no coping mechanisms and strategies in place to deal yeah. with your your baggage and also have some accountability. So, and be, a, be um, take responsibility for your own actions. And why are you now expecting to partner with somebody? And I think it's that false notion of, you know, that romantic love where you're my half, you're the other half and two halves make a whole, as opposed to thinking, well, no, I need to be whole in order to meet somebody. And then two holes is better than one whole, right? Like two that's halves make a whole. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, that's beautifully said. Actually, you know what? I'm glad you said that. Cause I, had, for the long, and another reason why I think I flamed out dating too, was cause for the longest time I said, I'm looking for someone to bring balance into my life. Right. Bring but in, but I was my mindset was fucked because I'm like no that's not another woman's responsibility to bring balance into my life it's my responsibility to bring <laughs> balance into my own life and then if another girl comes into my life it's more about complimenting what I already have exactly that's that's kind of where I look at new relationships now whereas it's a more back then my perspective it's way healthier because that's too much pressure to put on a woman and say okay we're dating not only do you have to be my girlfriend but you have to bring balance into my life. It's these expectations we have, right? <laughs> you have That's to bring balance. What's balance? Well, let's see. You have to be my, you have to help me with chores around the house. You have to help Facts. me raise a, a son. You have to yes. be my, you have to bring new experiences so I don't get bored. You have to be the person that I listen to and cry to. And count. You have to be a counselor. You always. You also have to be the only person who fulfills me sexually and in new ways. And you have to be my friend when I'm there. You have to be the emergency person. You have to be the doctor. Like it's, 
it's putting too many, <laughs> too much yeah, on one person. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think yeah. once my mindset changed and said, no, Mike, I need to be more balanced, bring balance to my life yeah. more. And if I bring balance into my life, then a woman should compliment that. Like for me, I'm single now. Mm-hmm. I enjoy being single. If I meet someone and like I said, I've been talking to really dope people now, I would say, but I think my standards have changed in terms yeah. of what I look for and what I want. And that's, and whereas, for example, when I went my ex-wife, I was one of those people that just wanted to be in a relationship. So that's yes. why, and yeah. I was just like, oh my God, I'm tired of being single. So, oh, she wants to date me? Okay, let's date. And that was kind of my mindset, right? <laughs> yeah. Whereas now it's like, okay, I'm more, I know what I like, I know what I don't like. And right. I try to make sure that whoever I'm dealing with fits that. And if they don't fit that, then I just got to fade back, fade back and let them find what they're looking for. Exactly. And again, I may not be what a woman's looking for. They may think, oh, he's really dope. And then they meet me in person like, eh. Not really what I was expecting. And that's okay. That is right. totally fine. Like that's all part of the process. And I think if people viewed it in that lens, instead yeah. of from a narcissistic lens or taking it personally, like, oh, why the fuck they don't like me? Duh, 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 duh. Yeah. It's not a personal thing. Like not everyone, like I said, I'm not everyone's cup of tea. I'm not supposed to be. I'm yeah. only supposed to be a cup of tea for one person. If that's the goal. Yeah. Right. For many, so, for, yeah, it's, and it's, you're, you're right. It's about, uh, in, in, in a sense, what you're saying is, um, we have, we all have our flaws, you know, we know what we're good at. We know, or at least from a, if I'm looking for a partner, I, I think one approach that I like is, is it's not about how many, okay. So I have my deal breakers. I have things that I know that I absolutely maybe want in a partner. Right. Um, and that's fine. I think everyone's entitled to having their deal breakers, but sometimes yes. it's, it's to the extent though. So people will have like a list of 10 deal breakers and, and <laughs> yes. then you're like, wait a minute, you've excluded all reasonable hope, that, all chance of, of having a reasonable, rational person. Cause you're looking for like literally this cloned guy that you have created <laughs> in your mind or, or woman that you've created in your mind that doesn't exist. Exactly. When you have exactly. that much, like I don't have that many, I may have like three or four deal breakers, but I, but to your point, Humans are more complex than that. But I think, too, the reason why I think online dating has failed for a lot of people is because they have all these deal breakers or they have this. They watch reality TV or they see their friends on Instagram and their boyfriends are like on the Alps or some shit. And (laughs) oh, my God, I want that. So then they're looking for that. They're not necessarily because relationships are more like and nowadays, again, because there's so many options. We live in Toronto, which is like a big city. So now it's become more about options than anything. Yeah, yeah. Which is good or bad, right? I mean, yeah. like, again, like when I go on a date with a girl, I am an option compared to the other guys because I'm not naive enough to think as much as, as narcissistic as I like to think that I am sometimes. I'm <laughs> not, I'm a realist in the sense that I know I'm not the only guy that women talk to on dating apps. Yeah. Like, I would love to think that I am. I'd love to think I'm this special, beautiful snowflake that <laughs> only... We're all I'm special snowflakes. In our own special way. But <laughs> I know that so most, some women or most women are talking to other people. And, that, and I understand that. And that's fine. Right? Yeah. But I just think, again, people are, you know, it's just like with there being so much options out there, too. I think that's another reason why it's dated. Because now you can like, oh, well, I want to stay with this guy or this girl twice. They're okay. Oh, but then this person I just matched with tonight. Ooh, would they maybe look a little bit different or, oh, they have a better job or, oh, maybe, you know, and they might mm-hmm. leave that in the dust rather than building. Because again, like with relationships, you got to build and it takes time. It's a process. Right. Yeah. So, and I don't think people view it in that lens now, unfortunately. Yeah. I don't yeah, think no, a lot of people do. That's a very good point. Uh, <laughs> we're bombarded by so many choices and mm-hmm. that we're a bit spoiled that, uh, and that, that the, the consequence of having all those choices are that it's, um, 
You what is none. it? Uh, <laughs> that that attitude will. I don't want to fix it, right? I don't want to fix it. I just want to move on and buy a new thing. Like if something breaks, it, like a product, right? We won't think of gluing it back together. We'll just no, order no. another one because we're like, well, Amazon. Gonna thank cost God. Yeah, I'm just going to order a new thing. You know, screw this yeah. this purse. The handle broke. Forget sewing it. I'm going to throw this in the garbage and buy a new purse. Um, so it's the same mentality with relationships. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. if something's wrong, instead of working it out and like a reasonable person and understanding yeah. that no one's going to be perfect, I'm now no. going to say, no, 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 I have 10 other guys waiting for me. So why am I wasting time? So, um and I, and I know like there's a, there's a limit to this. Um, you know, mm-hmm. there's a, what is it? The a sunk cost fallacy. Uh, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. Um, no. what, what is where that you, actually? you think where you, a relationship can be bad for you, let's say. And what I'm doing is I'm saying I've invested all this time in it. I may mm-hmm. as well invest more. So I may as well keep going because I've already put so much time in it. So it's, it's right. me thinking that even though it might not work, I'm, I'm viewing it from the point of view as you want to see it to the end almost. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm my or, rationale for sticking with it is because I've mm-hmm. already put so much time in it. Right. That's fair. And that, yeah. and that's, and that's totally understandable. Like you met someone and you've, let's say date them for, let's say three months and things are maybe a little bit rocky, but then you met someone else and, but then you want to still see where that thing goes. Then you should see where it leads. You should totally yeah. see where it leads. You yeah, know, especially if you invested the time and you guys and the partners have talked about and you guys have a good vibe, then no, you should totally see that through. But on the flip side, if it's a toxic relationship and your your only reason is as well, you know, we've been together, we've been putting, I put so much time and we've done this and this and this. And so yeah. then that's not going to help you. That's only going to make things worse, right? So no, you're right. And I think against you point, too. No, I agree. And I think you have to be able to figure that out and be honest with yourself yeah. and be like, okay, am I with this person because they love, I love them. They love me. I can see this as a futuristic thing, or you're just doing it because, well, I invest the time. I don't want to start all over again. Because to me, you could, I mean, to me, like, oh, well, I don't want to be alone. Well, I mean, I understand that. And I know there's people out there that feel that way. And I, and I understand their perspective on that. But at the same time, like, why would you settle to just be with somebody just because? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't really, you kind of like the person, they're a cool person. That, you know, but to your point, it's kind of toxic and it's not going anywhere, but you're yeah. going to stay because they're there. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. And, 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 you know, it's, it's this whole concept of settling, right? What do we call settling on? Mm-hmm. Well, what is settling? And it, it could mean different things to other people because for some people, if they have their, mm-hmm. you know, hundred list of deal breakers, which is impossible yeah. to them, settling would mean being reasonable, being a reasonable person. Right. Which, yeah. <laughs> and I, I've seen that. So people say, <laughs> well, I'll settle. I'm like, actually, you're just being very realistic and, and, and rational and logical now. So that's, so, yeah. so some people have this negative connotation associated with what they say settling. And I'm going to give you an example. So a, a book that I read oh, yeah. called The Paradox of Choice, which is an excellent mm-hmm. book. It's by Barry Schwartz. And I have a summary on my website on it, um, some notes that I took from it. And basically it talks about two types of people. You know, there's, um, I think, mm-hmm. um, satisficers and maximizers. So the maximizers are the types of people that want the best of the best. You know, so they're going to, if, if they want that a pair of jeans, they're going to go out and they're going to check every jean shop they know and then compare. And they're going to now every option they have, they want the best. They would have to find the best one that fits all their standards. Now, right. satisficers are some that let's say they'll have three standards 
And if they find something that meets those three standards, they're going to go, yep, if it's good enough, it's good. I'll take it. Right. Mm. As opposed to it being perfect, if it's good enough. Right. So if you put okay. this, if you put this mentality, like we do this with people all the time, right? Yeah. Uh, I want to meet someone, but I, they have to be the best at the A, B, C, D, and E. <laughs> and by the way, I still struggle with this. I still struggle with this because I have this expectation for my partners to be good at A, B, C, D, E, and F. They have to be good at everything. And this is one mm. of my biggest flaws is perfectionism in others. So I expect a certain level of perfectionism with others, but it's not possible. And it's only going to leave me alone in the end. It's only going to kill a relationship because, and, and, I, and I'm very, being just very honest that, that I know this is one of my biggest uh -huh. flaws that this expectation that someone has to meet all of the boxes, but, but actually be really good at all of the boxes because I expect a lot of. So not just meet them, but they have to be, they have to be amazing at them. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that is a lot of pressure. I, I learned, but I'm learning and I'm, I'm learning and I'm really, mm -hmm. really, I'm watching, I'm reading a lot. I'm watching videos. I'm trying to cope with this, that, you know, um, mm -hmm. they're going to be, the thing is we have to work, work things out and sometimes even train our partners and what we expect them to be good at. And for, for me to, now stay with this person, they're going to have to mess up and make mistakes over and over again. And I have to be okay with that. And I have mm. to actually, um, I, I think I was seeing something, I, th I saw a talk from Jordan Peterson and he talked about, um, it was this concept, like you have to watch your partner fail over and over again, and you still have to reward them and you still have to reward them because we are terrible at learning new things. So if you mm. want to, if you want to make something work, you have to like watch them fail at it and then still reward them and still reward them until they finally get it. And because yeah. if you break it off, like it, it was just this chat about like people are terrible at learning new things, but yeah. if you scold people on the things that they keep doing wrong, eventually that's going to be disastrous. Uh, Cause that's all they'll remember, right? Or anything yeah. like that. And you're just going to make them feel like shit. Exactly. So, no, that's exactly. that's. Um, but see, I was very see, at least you're, <laughs> but it's good that you're honest about that because a lot of people aren't self-aware enough to say that, right? Yeah. Or they're just okay with just being that way. So the fact that you're trying to something that you're trying to work on to try to be a little bit better at yeah. is a credit to you as a person because a lot of people Thank wouldn't you. do that. Trust Thanks. Me. A lot I'm, of people I'm, would just be <laughs> like, "Well, that's how I am. If you don't like it, then go fuck off." Like that's how a lot of <laughs> women are. They're very standoffish about that. Like that's just the way I am. I don't care. And yeah. they're very. You know, so the fact that you're not like that is good, you know, and I, I like I had, a woman that's willing to, yeah, do that. So that's good. Thank you. And I had to learn, unfortunately, like I had to mm -hmm. learn from, from experience and even, even my failed relationships that really taught me uh, mm -hmm. what my problem is, you know, and, and I know I, it keeps coming back. It keeps coming back. And it's, it points to this expectation that someone's going to do everything perfect. And, right. and I, and I, yeah, I really, really, I actually am a fan of Jordan Peterson. Not a lot of people are, but I think he has some fantastic relationship advice. Um, but, uh, but like reading, like re reading, reading works by, you know, psychologists, uh, by professionals and mm -hmm. focusing on behavioral strategies. And again, it's so hard. I'm still struggling with it, but it's one thing that you said, right? You have to put effort in fixing something. So for me, I'm, putting effort and fixing myself, but I'm yeah. putting effort, but that's a, that's another thing I want to talk about. Like yeah. I am putting so much effort in it. So people yeah, have this expectation. Good. They'll say something, but they'll do nothing. 
right? So I want this, <laughs> but I'll do nothing. Okay, what do you? It's like I suck at push-ups. Uh, I suck. Okay, how many push-ups yeah. can you do? Well, I don't know. I don't do them. Okay, well, how do you expect to get better yeah. if you can't even if you're can't not even do, doing push-ups? Doing them, yeah. Right. No, that's fair. I agree. Um, no, that's no, that's valid. That's very, very valid. I think people need to focus on doing those things, right? Like doing the things they want because uh, everyone just talk. There's so much talk, right? Like I, yeah. I find for myself just being online and, you know, people tell me like, you know, I'm real and I don't like fakeness and all this bullshit. <laughs> and I just think like, what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> so when people say they're looking for realness, like, I just don't understand what that even means. Like, what does being really mean? You know, I just find it's like a statement when women tell me, oh, I'm real and I'm not with fakeness and all this shit. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? That doesn't even make sense makes no sense because some girls will tell me yeah you know i'm not with fake stuff and you know if i like someone i'll tell them or if i don't like them you know i'll just i'll end it i don't like ghosting and all this other shit like i just feel like it's almost like a selling tool like they're trying to sell themselves to me and i'm like <laughs> you don't have to do that like just my thing is this like i don't pretend to be this perfect amazing guy so i don't want people listening to this this podcast to think like i'm the this great guy like i'm fundamentally flawed in my own ways and there's flaws that i'm trying to work on myself individually you're and a rational human being I'm a rational human being. So I don't try to sit there and act like, oh, well, I'm greater than all these other motherfucking dudes out there. No, I am just as flawed to some degree as them. But I try to, but I'm more open and realizing that I have my flaws and I try to work on them as best yeah. I can. That's the difference. Whereas most guys think that their fucking, their shit don't stink, which it does more times than not. Yeah. And, and you know, I like you said, I work on my flaws. So yeah. if someone's telling you, if, if you've heard it repeatedly, because the people that know you cl the closest will, will tell you sometimes what we're, what we're not good at. And we're, I think we're fundamentally not, we're not very good at picking out our own flaws. We have to hear it from those yeah. closest to us. And unless you work on it, I don't know what people are expecting. Like, what, what do you expect? If, if I don't work on something, how can I expect another result? Or how can I put all the accountability on someone else to make me whole when mm -hmm. I know I'm flawed? So I'm glad you that you brought up flaws. Like, I don't know if you remember the conversation we had years ago when I said that I was guarded. And you mm -hmm. had actually asked me. Yeah. You would actually ask me, like, what made you so guarded? And I think for me, it was just like, I had people tell me. You know, Michael, you're a pretty guarded person. Like I had a girl who I've been talking to regularly for years right. say to me, you know, like I've known you for like two years and I feel like I don't even know you. Right. <laughs> but I think a lot of it too is because I think some women get this sense because I'm in the social services that I'm this like bleeding heart and I'm just going to bear my soul and tell, <laughs> and, let down my balls and tell you everything. Whereas that's not how I am outside of that. Yes. And social services, if I have a story, a personal that I can help a client with that I can tell them like a personal issue that happened to me that I can apply to their situation that can help them move forward, then I, I might share that. Yeah. But more times than not, like my approach with women is you have to earn the right to get to know me, not something that I'm just going to do because you have 10 other guys that are taught that are waiting to talk to you and you chose me. So I have to like bear my soul. Like I don't do that. That doesn't work. Right. So, and I have standards, which is, you know, foreign to women because some women <laughs> get turned off when I say this, that's not my intent. It's just, there's certain, like the way women have standards, like you so eloquently said that they have their checklist. Yeah. There are certain things that I are like that are deal breakers that I will not put up with at all. Yeah. So and I and I've reconciled that after my last relationship and accepted that there are certain things from that relationship that I will not tolerate in a new one. And right. I make and I try and I make sure that any woman who I deal with understands and knows that going in. So yeah. if they don't want to deal with that, they are more that they're more than welcome to leave. And I'm and I'm not gonna be mad or upset because I understand that hey. 
teach his own. It's a very but mature, yeah, reasonable standpoint that you have. Yeah. I try, you know, it's yeah. not, you know, work. It's, it's not a, it's not an exact science, but I try to my, I try to my best to be as transparent as I can be. Which is good. Yeah, honesty is, yeah. So on, yeah. honesty is, is, is no, exactly. needed. And, and I, I like, I, I like how you brought up flaws and, you know, like your standards. Mm-hmm. So instead of having a checklist of, you know, 50 things that a partner ought to be, uh, I think an important <laughs> exercise, <laughs> an important, a more important exercise would be having maybe a list of five flaws that, or four flaws mm-hmm. that you can't tolerate. Like, yes. so these are things that are obviously flaws, but these are flaws that you have no room to fight about because every yeah. relationship is going to have things that you're going to fight about. That's normal. And if you're someone that's looking for a relationship that has no fights, good luck. You're going to get bored. There's going to be no challenge and that you're, you're basically expecting, I don't know, a really boring TV show or something that no one's going to watch. I don't know. It's, it's actually impossible to have, we're humans. We have conflict. So what we need to be doing is looking at the, the things that we're willing to fight about versus the things we're not willing to fight about. And I think that's a very important thing that I learned from my, my experiences and moving forward. As people say in the black community, Sana, preach. You did a good, you basically said everything <laughs> I want to say. Like, Thank you. I basically, you literally said, like, I think because people have this idea of perfection, like, and relationships are not perfect. They're fundamentally flawed. Exactly. And people get so sucked into Instagram and seeing their friends and shit and seeing fucking The Bachelor and all these dumbass reality shows that aren't <laughs> yeah. any realm of reality. Yeah, and there's they get no so ounce of reality in that, them. Yeah. That they think, oh, well, that's what I need. So, but no, you're not, there's no such, like, one of my, actually, before I got married, I had a dinner date with, like, a, I went on a, um, not a date, but like, a hung up with one of my friends. And he had told mm-hmm. me some of the, one of the dopest things I've ever heard someone tell me in terms of marriage advice. He said, you know, the key to staying in the marriage is tolerable flaws. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, tolerable flaws. Tolerable flaws. <laughs> yeah. Everyone has their flaws. Yeah. You're going to, at some point, you are, the, you know, you guys are in the honeymoon phase. Your guys are dating six months. Everything's so wonderful and all this bullshit. But then there's going to come a point if you guys are long, together long enough and you guys are dealing with each other long enough, mm-hmm. that something's going to come up. Or your partner's going to irritate you in some way. Yeah. And you're going to have to figure out a way to navigate that in some exactly. form or fashion. And yeah. the question now becomes, okay, can you navigate through this? Or is it like a tall, or is it a flaw that you cannot tolerate? Like for me, I could say right now, one of my deal breakers absolutely is I cannot date a girl who's not empathetic. A girl who's not empathetic, I cannot date right. in any way, shape or form. I will not tolerate that i cannot date a woman who's not empathetic i'm not saying she has to be a bleeding heart and care about every single little thing like even ants and shit (laughs) not empathetic to the point where she just is so single focused on herself that she can't see the bigger picture Mm. and like and that for me i cannot deal with and i accept that so any woman who's like that sorry if you're listening to this podcast and you're not then i can't we can't date i'm sorry (laughs) i think you know Empathy is, is, is a skill that, that needs to be taught. I don't think very many of us understand no. it. And yeah. uh, if you wanted to YouTube, like, please, please learn. There's so much emotional intelligence material mm. that's available out there at our fingertips that we, you know, the only way to get better at it is if, if you look it up, like, for example, critical thinking skills, yeah. empathy, there's cartoon videos, there's TED Talks, there's uh, TED Talk does this other thing for kids, which I love, but it explains concepts in a really easy manner. So um, let's learn, let's educate ourselves and be better at, at interacting and actually learn all the social skills that we unfortunately weren't taught. 
and and I don't blame I don't blame everybody because I imagine that no. they must whatever personality that they have they 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 grew up with that based on their family life their childhood yeah. how they were raised mm -hmm. and lord knows that like none of us have perfect parents and we mm -hmm. all struggled with our family life but ultimately the person that it makes you that's it, it sets you up for failure and success like that family life is so important and after we're on our own we now have to navigate we have to unlearn so many of the the messed up things that we grew up yeah. with we grew up challenging because ultimately my reality is based on the way i was raised so if i want to be a better person i need to challenge my reality i need to let go i need to be okay with not knowing myself and it's a very scary mm. place to say yeah it's not what i thought it was you know i need to be humble enough to to say no i guess my reality is based on my experiences so now i need to look outside of that and and learn more and learn from others and mm -hmm. be open to changing myself and only then will i think I, i'll be comfortable being alone and that's something i wanted to touch on as well you mentioned that mm -hmm. earlier right? right i think in order to be ready to now i'm not a dating expert either i'm just speaking from my own experiences <laughs> right speaking from my own knowledge and all the and what i've learned and mm -hmm. is it's one needs to be comfortable being by themselves because that would mean that you like yourself, right? If you That's don't like yourself, yep. how can you expect somebody else to like you? Um, I know, but people who are like not that love to be in relationships, they think that they'll probably think that's a controversial statement you're making there, Sana Khan. What do you mean? What do you mean? Well, you know, because there's some, no, because my thing is, I'm not, I totally agree. Don't get mm -hmm. it twisted. But I think that there's some people that will say, well, I don't need to be alone and all this other stuff. Like I, you know, I just want to be with someone and I need to find that, you know, happiness and all this type of stupid shit. Cause some women have told me this shit. Right. I've heard like very few, but there are some that have told me this and there's some that will jump into relationship to relationship to relationship. Cause they're afraid to be alone to your point, which you made, they're afraid to look at themselves to some degree. So yeah, they I, can, not... it's a lot easier to do that. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying that it's uh that you must be alone to that mm -hmm. it's not linear so it's not like yeah, a, a has to happen before b uh it's it's we all learn in our own ways but i think yeah. the point that i'm trying to make is that we need to be comfortable with ourselves and and actually Absolutely. like ourselves but also like yeah. our misfortunes and flaws and be okay yeah. with it right to say yeah. like you pointed out right like i know i'm not perfect you said i'm fundamentally flawed so am i i shared one of my biggest flaws right now uh, in this podcast so so to, to say that you know what um yeah i've got some good bits and i've got some terrible bits but hey that's part of me that's who i am i'm not desperately clinging on to this level of perfection of who i should be but i know my i know what i can bring to the table and i also absolutely. know my weaknesses and absolutely unless we're comfortable with that like how can you possibly expect to get along with a whole new other person it's like complicating <laughs> the equation that's too many yeah. things like that this, is no this i, is I a thousand disaster, right? absolutely and i think people i mean and i think if people viewed it in that lens i think dating would be a lot easier i think people would be a lot more comfortable with themselves i yeah. think it would just be it, the process would be a lot easier people were willing to do that now the course hopefully people would they be willing to do that are they willing to take that step to kind of you know find that be whole to be whole not to necessarily seek out a relationship because they're lonely like yeah. maybe find that maybe you know what let me focus on myself first let me get myself in a good space because even for myself like i took a little bit of a break earlier in the year from dating because i wasn't ready i was just kind of not in the best space i didn't i'd watched this video um on instagram there's this guy by the name of mike rashid 
Mm-hmm. And uh, he basically like a motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was talking about, he was saying a, a, like a PSA, like a personal public service now to men saying, men out there, um, if you can't, let's say, take care of your woman, like financially from a financial standpoint, maybe you should focus on building yourself up before being in a relationship. Now, I didn't take what he was saying from the financial standpoint. Mm-hmm. I was viewing it as from a standpoint of, am I being an asset or a liability to a woman's life? Because I think he had mentioned those two things. Am I, mm-hmm. Are you an asset or a liability? Interesting. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I was a liability. <laughs> like I'm not thinking, <laughs> I'm not going to come into a girl's life and like bulldoze and ruin her life. Right. However, at the time, I wasn't sure what I could bring to a girl's life in terms of like in terms of a relationship, I wasn't in the best space. I was just, my other, my other priorities have changed. My life had changed. There's other things I was focused on. And right. could I necessarily bring that to a woman's, you know, life? But then I had, I took a trip out, out, out of town for like a few weeks after that. And then I had an epiphany. I said, you know what? I'm a hopeless romantic. I'm a little bit of a hopeless romantic. <laughs> and as much as I'm flawed and I may not be what, like the perfect guy in every way, but I don't want to miss out on an opportunity to find, let's say love because I'm too guarded or whatever. So what I did and I've been, is I've been very honest with every girl I've dealt with in terms of me being guarded and a girl just understanding like, listen, it's not personal. I sometimes get a little bit recluse and I may Mm -hmm. turn off my technology for a day, but don't take it personal. It's not like I hate your guts. It's just, I need a break from people for a bit. So, and I think once I was able to do that, it was able to let my guard down a little bit easier because then I was able to then open up more because girls like, Oh, no, that's too cool. I understand that. And they were, and they were, I was surprised because I thought that there would be a lot of pushback, but there was none. So like, oh, right. okay, these girls are really cool. So then I could, then I could feel like more comfortable and opening up to them more and stuff like that. But that took a while for me to do that. So, yeah. yeah. So I have realized that I'm a hopeless romantic, y'all. I'm a hopeless <laughs> romantic. It's, it's, it takes a lot of trial and error, right? It takes a lot of experiences. Oh, yes. It, it, yes. One can't just expect to learn all these things sometimes based without having the the practical experience, right? Mm-hmm. We all have different ways of learning. I think we can prepare ourselves by reading and and researching. And and I think this this helps too. Like how much time are we devoting to educate ourselves and the social skills mm-hmm. and building up ourselves, our confidence and understanding yeah. um, understanding some key, key, key psychological concepts and yeah. relationship advice as well. So I'm, I'm happy to hear, Mike, that, you know, you are at a, place where you feel like you can still communicate things to potential mm-hmm. partners and then they've reacted positively and that's, that's that's a really good thing to hear right to yes and then to say okay if it works that's a good sign and clearly something's working so so i'm i'm able to be honest and i'm able to know my flaws and i'm able to communicate them and then per, a person can choose whether or not they want to spend the time yeah. to get to know me or if they just want to dismiss me because they want someone that wears their heart on their sleeves. Exactly. I totally agree. See, people should, instead of paying 80 bucks to unlock the fucking scrambler, they should just listen to our podcast. And we just solved <laughs> dating. We solved human, like everything. We solved all this shit in a span of an hour. So people, you waste it. All the guys out there who spent 80 bucks, you waste your money because you go to for this advice for free. We should yeah, charge. If them. only we could just market this in a snazzy way, right? <laughs> I know. We just need, we need like, you know, we need just like a place in like Las Vegas, because they live in Las Vegas. So we just mm. need a place in Las Vegas, get like a whiteboard, <laughs> go to somebody's like apartment and just like have a bunch of like desperate loser men and women out there. And no, I'm kidding, I'm joking. No. Just uh, people out there that need advice and we can just pitch this advice to people out there that need it. You know what I mean, and we can charge Everybody. like 40, we'll charge 40 bucks. We'll be, you know, Everybody 20 bucks. needs it. 
I need it. You need it. We all need we it. All We're do. all in the same boat. We're all learning. Just get coming to no terms experts. with ourselves. Yeah, there's. It's just about educating ourselves and admitting the fact Dating that we're, we're not, yeah, no, we're not perfect, that we don't know all the answers and we don't speak in absolutes, right? That's what yes. we started this whole thing. No, that, and I think that's, that is very important. That is very important not to speak in absolutes because human, like we all are, like I said, we're all complex people. And I think mm-hmm. speaking in absolutes is dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. So my absolutely. advice to people don't buy that stupid ass, um, I'm not going to scramble bullshit. That's basically what I was trying to say in a nutshell. Don't buy that shit. Take (laughs) your money and go buy something else with it. Or, yeah, just don't buy any. Just don't buy that shit. Please Just buy a book on emotional intelligence. Buy a book on... You know what? There you you go. Like, buy a book that tells you how to better your life, how to take responsibility. What is that, 20 bucks? How much would those books be realistically? Like 20 bucks, that's it? 20 bucks, I average, you know, on average. You can get four of those, bro. Or you can spend, like get a notebook, get a pen and watch some videos on YouTube. You know, there's people out there. Esther Perel is an amazing um, mm. psychologist. Uh, Jordan Peterson, they both, they're not, Esther Perel markets herself as a relationship expert, but Jordan Peterson doesn't. But both of them have some very, very sound, reasonable advice uh, on, and both of them, this is their professional life, right? They're psych psychologists they study like like they study this so like let's look at these what these people have to say because they're dispensing advice for free online you don't even have to go and see them and pay the fees i guess they they have their own practices but they're dispensing so much free advice and it's out there so it's up to you to find people that dedicate their lives to studying this listen to them learn from them and and actually let's talk to people let's let's put the things into practice and and just like we would follow a regimen to improve our skill, this is a social skill that we too need to improve. So, but are well, you following that, regimen? Because yeah. the social skill I think can apply. And if you're able to um, apply this to your life, you can, it can, you can trickle it into your dating life and your personal life and stuff like that. And, it, and I think that would help everyone in the larger circle. So I think we all, we were able to bring it back to the dating. Yeah. So I think we did a good job with that. Absolutely. I think, listen, I think, yeah. <laughs> so I think, listen, I am, like I said, I actually, I want to decide note really quick. We have um, some other followers now. I just want to put you out. You have some oh. more people on your Spotify now. So congratulations. We have some people out in the States that are listening to the pod in Michigan. <laughs> one guy, um, he says he loves what we're doing. And uh, so I wanted to shout, I don't remember his name, but shout him out in Michigan. He's in Michigan. My sister knows him. So thank you. Shout him out. So Thanks. yeah, we're getting, listen, we're, we're building this shit, baby. We're building this slowly, <laughs> nice. brick by brick. And before <laughs> you know brick. it, we're going to be like, we're going to do like TED Talks and shit. We're just going to be me and you talking and people don't um, want to hear us talk. I have, you know, it's funny. Like for me, my aspiration isn't, I've never wanted to be popular, but what mm-hmm. I do like, it took me so long to just share, to just share my passion, share my insights. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, if I'm able to share and I'm able to just get one person to listen and give me great feedback, that makes my day. And, and, and the, the same thing with you, right? You're putting your vlogs out there, Mike, you're doing all this I, because you believe yeah. in yourself enough to say, yeah, I'm going to share my, my thoughts and I have no other agenda. I'm just going to put it out listen, there. And I was be- doing the vlogs before you can get paid off this shit. I didn't even realize <laughs> you can get paid off this shit until like years later. I'm like, Oh shit, you could actually get ma- You can make this into a career. I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> If I had known that, I would do one every day, just about like me brushing my teeth or some stupid shit. But no, I. Hey, let's make point, a YouTube video on how to brush teeth. I don't think a lot of people know how to do that properly. Or wash their my hands, because I think that'd be apt. <laughs> that'd be apt now, because there's people that don't know how to wash their fucking hands all of a sudden. But no, 
like <laughs> for me the to your point like i did the vlogs more from the perspective of i wanted to just put myself out there and do something a little bit different and express myself in a different way so i didn't do it for fame i didn't do it to get popular if it if it happened organically then that's yeah. great yeah. But it wasn't something that I was like pushing out and I wasn't telling everyone, hey, watch my vlog, watch my vlog, watch my vlog. And that's where you like, get this intention, right? What's the intention? Is it authentic? Exactly. Do you have ulterior yeah. motives, hidden agendas? The thing is, it's like this weird double-edged sword or it's like a paradox mm -hmm. where you want to be good at something, but the better you get, then other people start influencing your opinion. And then when you are known, so many of these external factors take away your yeah. creativity. Mm -hmm. And I've had this conversation with a friend, a very creative friend. He's published, self-published two of his own poetry novels. Uh, and oh, we, wow. we, we talked about artists in general, right? And when they become mm -hmm. popular. And we were saying, right. we don't want our favorite artists to become popular because we know their stuff is going to change. Yeah. And, um, but but yeah. that's a different conversation. I mean, it's, no, uh, right. I'm not saying I'm right, but that, that's an entirely different conversation. But um. I want to quickly to say that uh, the Tinder notes quick, quickly for Tinder. It's, you know, it's based on, based on looks, right? So you have to say yes, yes, no, no. Oh and, yes. So most dating I, apps have become that. It's basically you're either swiping left to, for no, or mm -hmm. you're swiping right, or you're Xing or you're yeah. hurting. So that's basically becoming like, now they're like games and shit. Like girls basically, like one girl told me that she only matched with me because she was out with her. She had like a Tinder party i'm like what the fuck was that and she's like oh yeah me and my girlfriends we were at our place and we just said hey you want to have a tinder party so they just play this game where you just swipe left and right on guys all fucking night where they're drinking wine i'm like what kind of fucking game is that play candy crush or some shit <laughs> and they're toying with motherfuckers and shit oh i'm gonna swipe left on that motherfucker oh that dude looks cute like come on now like that that is that thing that's kind of fucked up and most yeah. times than not when i'm on like the when i was on the bus and i'd see a girl on like a dating app left 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 like just left the whole time i was like damn here's my problem with that here's right. my problem with that it's All right, what's that pro what's the problem with it purely on looks of it course. is based purely on looks and i I, I didn't is. even know this was a thing but i identify as a demisexual apparently which is somebody that is not attracted based on looks it has to be attracted based on getting to know a person a personality so if you that's people, that is kind of important <laughs> It's very important. It's so important. It's kind of important. It's a little bit of a, yeah, it's a little it's important. It's so hard to, um, <laughs> it's so hard. So being in my position, it's so hard to, yeah. to be able to uh, date with the pre, with, with that sexual pretext. I can't do that. I have to get to know a person and really get to know them and then attraction develops. So it's, so any dating app, they all go, most of them go against this concept. So yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, they sense. have like, there's some where you can like put a, like a bio in there and it's kind of explain where you, you know, talk about yourself. And like, for example, I'm on Hinge and um, this one dating app, which is okay. It's not too bad. Mm -hmm. And um, I've gotten a lot of, <laughs> so I actually did a vlog. If you guys want to check it out, my son will post it on. I did one on my experience on Hinge, which has been okay. I would say for the most part, it's been a good experience compared to other dating apps I've been on. Mm -hmm. But like for my profile, for example, like, cause most girls have said, like most guys have the same old generic profiles where they have like a shirtless gym selfie. <laughs> they're, they have like a selfie of them near a car or they're on a boat or they're in the, like, you know, just like this same generic shit. Whereas with me, I have myself, um, right on, I posted a video of myself riding a bull and falling off said bull epically. <laughs> That's not? hilarious. 
right? Like, why not? Like, I didn't, I didn't, and I didn't, again, I didn't do it to get likes and shit. I didn't, honestly, I didn't, I thought girls were probably like, this guy's a fucking idiot for posting this. Which one girl that actually did come out and point blank tell me that I was a fucking idiot for posting it. But I said, you're a moron because you have no sense of humor. So don't talk to me anyway. You but, both um, need to just calm down and be like, it's your opinion. It's your opinion. <laughs> it's like, it's not know? that serious. I literally yeah. just did it just to be an ass, just to be funny. Like, yeah. I didn't do it to get uh, to be impressed obviously I, I was poking fun at myself with nothing else because yeah yeah person do you know will be willing to post themselves epically falling off a fucking mechanical what board. a great way michael to tell people that i'm not perfect <laughs> fact <laughs> touche again look at son on roll yes i am clearly not perfect because i clearly cannot ride a bull um so yeah and i and and girl and you know what girls match with me most of them match with me just because of that video. Hmm. They laugh. They're like, oh my God, that rule, that bull riding video made me laugh. It, gave, it brightened up my day. Like, and sometimes I feel good about it. But then for the most part, like, I, just, I just did it for fun. Yeah. I just did it for fun. That's it. Yeah. And, I, what are the, and I just have one picture with me and my mother. Um, and I have a picture of, um, no, I have, a, I have a video of me kind of lip syncing Aaliyah, which is my favorite <laughs> R&B artist. All nice. Right. And That's I did fun. that. Like, I don't, like, um, come on. Over, which is my friend, Google it or YouTube it. It's an amazing nice. song. Nice. It's about love. And one girl, I ended up cussing one girl out about that because she was trying to make it seem like that song meant that I was asking girls to come over to my house for hooking up. The song is not about that. The song is about her missing her boyfriend and her to come over because she misses him and wants to see him. So that's mm. why I'm like, do you, did you actually listen to the song? She's like, no, but, you know, I can read two, two and two together hooking up, you know, when you're on a dating app, you know, hookup culture. I'm like, you're an idiot, first off. Assumptions, and then she was assumptions, trying to say, well, assumptions. No one's, well, no one's going to come over to your house with that attitude. And that she said to me, and I said, well, well, I wasn't going to, I would never come over to your house with that attitude. I said, well, I didn't invite you to my fucking house anyway, so you're good. <laughs> and then I just blocked her. Because at that point, listen, I, I, to your point, everyone has different views. Yeah. But when you come at me ignorantly, I, I can't let that slide. So mm. I had to cuss her the fuck out. So don't hey, regret if it. If it works for you, it's fine. That's... Yeah, I cussed her the fuck out. And I don't regret it. So, but for the most part, I've, you know, the feedback I've gotten on the, the bull riding has been epic. <laughs> I it, and, I, and I think it's funny. I, I watch it it's sometimes hilarious. myself and I'm like, damn, I slipped and fell off this motherfucker. So please send me this video. I would love to see it. Do we, okay, fine. <laughs> it's on my Instagram, actually, but I will send, I'll try to see if I can find the video. I can, and I will, I can find it. Okay, fine. If it's on it's, your IG, I, if it's, I, it's on your it Instagram. It is three years, it's three years old, so it's, you have to scroll down a lot because I post a lot of random shit on my IG. But no, it's there. So you can see me falling epically off this beautiful bull, mechanical bull. But in fairness, I didn't tell the full story to women about that because they just felt, they just think I just fell off that bull because I can't ride a bull. Mm-hmm. But there is a story attached to this. If people want to hear it, you want to hear the story of how this happened. I'm looking at time. Uh, we're we might be quite long. So how long is the story? I, I'm interested. I'm genuinely it's like interested. a five. It's like literally a five minute story. It's not that long. Okay. Okay. Let's let's hear it. So quickly. So basically, when I was on the bull, there's supposed to be like a rope that you hold onto with a vo- yeah. with Velcro that's attached to it. That's right. supposed to be there. So when you're holding the bull, you're supposed to be sturdy and you're holding. You know, that's the I goal. See. Yeah. Yeah. However. The Velcro was not working on. So obviously, (laughs) and I told the fucking moron who's that's um in charge of the bull thing, like, hey, the Velcro's not sticking. He's like, no, it's okay, it's okay, just hold on, hold on to what fuck stick, (laughs) and hold on to shit. So as soon as he turned that shit on, I my black ass fell off. (laughs) So 
and rather than explain that to people rather than explain it to people i just said you know what i'm just gonna chop it up as a funny moment so i just post this shit. it's got a lot of comedic it. value michael i agree so i, I stand by it i'm good yeah. with it <laughs> well thank you for sharing <laughs> and thanks for uh, uh actually opening up about this topic i think it's something that we we were talking about at a very for we quite a while i'd love to do so a much. vlog with you too uh on this i'd like to come in and, and oh yes absolutely <laughs> anyone who wants to do a vlog is more than welcome to join this is not just a one-man show i know it may seem like it but hey if anyone wants to join you are more than welcome to but no i think this is such a because there's so many people that have so many opinions about dating and we yeah. can listen there's so many topics that we could discuss that we will probably yeah. will discuss on this they're just on dating itself but different subcategories of it true so yeah. Um, but no, this is this is a great topic. I'm glad we finally discussed Unlock the Scrambler. That was <laughs> the most important. It yeah, most we important did. Thing, there were some key themes, you know. We <laughs> we talked about. Uh, but did we kind of like secretly promote this shit though? Because we kind of told them. You're talking so now, about it. You got to stop talking about it. <laughs> fuck. Okay. Well, I said don't buy it. So hopefully people will listen. But who knows? They'll just like check their shit out now, and then they're gonna make inadvertent. More money, so. You know, any press is good press for this person, right? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so just to make it clear, we're not endorsing this. We're not promoting Absolutely this. Absolutely you know? fucking not. Um, we're just discussing it. That's all. And and I think the discussion was uh, summed up quite well by us, right? You, we didn't fi- find it appealing to be an absolutes and to separate men and women like they're two different uh, species uh, from yeah. a different planet. And um, basically. And yeah, and it's also taking about accountability. But if he's coming from a perspective and building confidence, but again, if you're building confidence in someone's social skill, it should never be framed as a technique to get someone to fall head over heels for you no matter what. So that they're in, they're in it, the premise, that's where it's flawed. So I don't, I wouldn't endorse it. I wouldn't buy it. I don't even, I don't think that, I don't agree with its premise. That's all. I don't agree with its ideology. So, um, well said, Sana. I don't even have to say anything. You said it perfectly right <laughs> Thank there. you. Thank you. But some key things we touched upon were, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the, the dating culture, the options, um, just being mindful of what women go through when they're on these apps, they're bombarded with people. Yes. So being a bit Definitely. patient, right? And, and also like being looking in, looking introspect, being introspective. So looking inwards and, and, and fixing up. Uh, or, or trying to better yourself as a person, educating yourself with the tools uh, that are out there from experts that are that have studied this. So, gaining those social skills, working on it. You shared, Michael. You know, you you learn just by talking to people too. So, mm-hmm. I think I think it's really important to have a a good circle of friends where you can discuss and share wisdom. And I think friends from different um, sexual identities and orientations too. So it helps us gain get perspective of what's out there, how other no, people definitely. feel. Like you Absolutely. shared, right? You shared with a um somebody it started with her showing you you know her list and you're like what you know <laughs> like, I was like what the fuck <laughs> like okay I, like, I gotta change my opinion on thinking Clearly. that everyone's ghosting me um yeah yeah and just being whole i think you know you and i are just talking about being okay with yourself being whole and not expecting to others to uh change us or complete us yeah. but rather than i mean it's I, not a, and it's yeah. not and it's not an overnight process it's, it takes time but if you're willing to work at it then it's a little bit easier exactly you know? keywords yep yeah, yeah well said willing to work at it yeah that's yeah that's the i think the takeaway message like are we willing yeah. to work at our flaws are we willing to work on all the things that we know we have to build on and at the end of the day yes yes we all have imperfections we all have flaws and and yeah. uh I hope that 
you know, I, I wish you the best, Mike. Um, thank you. You know, and I think you you have a good attitude. You have a humbling attitude, I think. Um, and and yeah, so we thank can uh, continue this conversation. And I'd love to like be on your uh, on your vlog, and we can talk about it a little more. I will. Yes. So I did post it. I, I said I did a speech last week or um, on Saturday. So I did post it on my on my vlog as well. So if anyone wants to watch the speech I did, all right. Okay. I'll link it to yes. the post. I'll definitely link it Absolutely. to the post. Yeah. Thank all right. Well, thanks for joining, Mike. Um, for You're very welcome. Another session. Uh, this one around. And we've dating. done how many? How many dump vlogs have we done so far? Now, like four. Is this our fourth? Five. Time? This would our fifth five. one. This would be your fifth. Oh my one. God! I yeah. wow. See, now we're, we're on a roll now. We're killing it right now. Oh, yeah. I like My it. friends are like, oh, my God, when are you guys doing the next one? I'm like, we're doing one on Monday. Like, really? So quick? I'm like, hey, that's how we roll, man. We're trying to <laughs> turn these bad boys out, man. Uh, I took today off, so I've got all the time. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, let's do it. 10 a.m. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much, Mike. I love your energy. You love your take. You're super entertaining. And uh, I, I can't try. wait for our next talk. So I'm excited. I'm looking yeah. forward to it now. So, and everyone right. else is too. So thanks for everyone who's watching it so far. And we're going to try to give you good content because that's what we do here. We're for yeah. the people, obviously. So, so uh, once again, the title of the podcast is Sana Talks to People and Herself. You can find us <laughs> on Spotify and Apple, Apple Podcasts. In addition to my website, which is www.aartysana.com. So artysana.com. And you'll see under podcasts, all of them are posted. So you can listen directly from the website. Thank you, Mike. You're very welcome, Sana. You guys, uh, everyone out there listening, have a great day. Have a wonderful day. Cheers.